This podcast is for the brave hearts, the black sheep, the rebels. If you're willing to face your fears and optimize your time on this planet, you are among friends. This is the Aaron Evans Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I just returned from an incredible trip to Tulum. I ran a 200-hour yoga teacher training, and as always, I left feeling inspired, exhausted, really motivated, and honored that I get to do what I love for a living. And what I noticed while away was how easy it was for me to be totally present with the people right in front of me. It helped that I was removed from my ordinary life, my worries, my stresses, my obligations and responsibilities. But the greats tell us that it's the key to mastery. We know that we want to be free from our neurotic loops and our inability to just be in the moment that is in front of us, but what makes it so hard to be present? We are constantly ruminating or rehashing the past. We are fantasizing or concerned about our future. We multitask and think we're good at it. We might be really attached to a particular thought or avoiding one that keeps bubbling up. Perhaps it's just a lack of intention and compassion, but the heart of it is that there is a tendency in our regular lives to be on autopilot, to go through our days walking to work the same way, eating our food the same way, and habitually moving through our lives. William James said, we are but a bundle of habits. Everything we do is habitual. How do we break the trance of autopilot and our inability to hold the state or fact of existing and occurring in the exact place thing or person that we're with. I think it's buy-in. I think we have to truly understand that there's a better way and the better way has greater payouts. To be present boosts our memory. It increases our capacity to focus, reduces stress, improves our emotional fitness, and it helps us effectively deal with pain. How do we do it? What are the gateways in to weaving presence, attention, existence, potentiality in this moment? In yoga philosophy, there are four different ways that we can trick ourselves into being present. It's easy to be present when we're making love with someone that we really love. It's easy to be alert meeting a person for the first time, working on a project we absolutely love, 
but I'm less interested in the places that we already have it, and I'm more interested in the places that it's absent. So the four ways to trick yourself into being present are looking for a sense of enjoyment, physical bliss, sensory overload of joy. The second is to place ourselves exactly in the moment at hand. The third is to land in the witness, the watcher, the observer. I think of it as proprioception, our sixth sense of knowing where the body is, all parts of it in space. And the fourth is to add an element of conjecture or curiosity of polarity and opposites. Let's dive in. The first time I ever used the trick of finding bliss was after a scrambling accident. And I remember sitting there with an aggressive head injury My leg wouldn't move, I had blood on my face, my front tooth was cracked, and the sensations were overwhelming. And for a moment, I let myself dwell in the atrocity, the pain, the fear of, oh my gosh, how am I going to make money? What if I can't walk? And I decided to simply watch my inhalation and my exhalation. And I noticed that there was a part of me that was untouched by the tumble, by the accident. There was a part of me that was perfectly okay and felt a sense of enjoyment. Breaths, pretty sweet, pretty fun. The ability to discover a sensation of enjoyment in the body is of particular importance when you are in pain, when you feel like one area of the body is screaming and demanding your attention. 90% of the population would stay there in the pain, in the discomfort, in the fear, but there is a part of the body that is okay, be it your left big toe, your right eyebrow, But there's a part of you that is unscathed, untouched, and actually quite healthy. The second sense of I-ness, for myself, it was that I am quintessentially Canadian and I hate conflict. And I was having a conversation with someone and already my heart was beating and I was ready for a fight giving no option for the possibility that it wasn't going to end awfully. And what I did was put myself in there, in that moment. I looked directly into the eyes of the person in front of me. I softened my heart and I thought to myself, I am talking, I am sharing. This does not have to be a fight. And In that, do you notice how my mind was already in the future? I had forecasted a terrible unfolding. So I landed in the here and the now. Erin is speaking words that are true for her. 
The third way into the present moment is to cultivate a higher perspective. This can be done through a meditation practice. I do it all the time as though uh, a great loving presence is watching me. And they love me so freaking much that they're just in awe of my stretch marks and my freckles and the color of my eyes. To get a high vantage point, and we do this in meditation, is we begin to study our thoughts. We begin to watch how our mind begins to weave story upon story in a very self-protective manner. For me, this often occurs when I am practicing yoga. I set myself up like this is a performance for someone who loves me dearly, that I'm offering this up as a piece of art. You can do this in conversation. You can do this at work, but you'll notice that your posture gets straighter. Your mannerisms get more effective and articulate, and there's a sense of grace that flows through the body. The final entry point into presence, this moment, is to observe what is light, what is dark, what is hot, what is cold, what is up, what is down. This could be done when you're running. It could be done in a business meeting. But what we're attempting to do is put ourselves exactly where we are. Because the mind will take over thinking, planning, judging, criticizing, and is our responsibility to pull it back, to be here now. So some tips to help you along the path to being with the moment that is directly in front of you, as though it was ordained that way, as though this moment were the absolute most important moment of your life. Cleaning the toilets, walking to work, getting out of bed in the morning. The seemingly mundane places where we go autopilot, we lose the potentiality of enjoyment. Easy ways into presence are slowing down, following the breath, controlling our screen time, getting out in nature and moving our bodies. Instead of believing that I'll be happy when, I'll be present when, we decide to be present regardless of what's in it for us. The power of one's presence is people feel seen. We remember the details. We start to enjoy all the nooks and crannies of an ordinary life. I love you dearly. Your presence is important. And until next time, where have you fallen asleep? A thousand times you fall asleep, a thousand and one you wake up. Welcome back. Ram Das.